you got to love St. Peter. you just got to love St. Peter. He's a real go-getter. He takes the initiative so many times in the Gospels. He's so zealous for Jesus and so zealous for his faith. He's always the first one to volunteer, and he's the most zealous at the onset of pretty much every situation in which we find him. He's the first to speak up. Later on in the Gospel of Matthew, when Jesus asks his disciples, who do you say that I am? Peter is the very first one to respond. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. At the Transfiguration, when Peter, James, and John are there, and they behold Jesus, Moses, and Elijah, it's Peter who says, Lord, it is good that we are here. Let us build three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And basically, let's stay here forever on this mountaintop. And even later, when Jesus is telling his disciples about his upcoming death at the Last Supper, it's Peter who, in his zeal, says, Though all may have their faith in you shaken, mine will never be. I will never deny you. He's so strong at the onset of so many situations. And we see this played out in our gospel today. The apostles had just witnessed the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes that we heard last weekend. And then they go out on this boat. They're in the midst of a massive storm. And it's been going on all night. The fourth watch in the night was normally the last part of the night. It was, pretty, it was really early morning as opposed to in the night. And when the other disciples are afraid and think that they see a ghost, and after Jesus identifies himself, it is, of course, St. Peter who says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He's the one that speaks out. He's the one who makes an act of faith in the midst of this tempest, in the midst of this storm. Peter knows that if this is Jesus, if this truly is Jesus coming to them on the sea, that he will be able to walk on the water. He knows that on his own, Peter is not capable of doing very much. On his own, he would probably sink. But with Jesus, with our Lord, Peter knows that he can literally do what is impossible. So Jesus bids him, come, come on the water. And he takes those first steps. You just imagine for a second what that would be like, being called by Jesus in the middle of a storm to come and walk on water, to defy the laws of physics. What that must have felt like for St. Peter, what that did for him in that moment. Again, he knows that with Jesus' help, he has done the impossible. But, sure enough, moments later, we get a moment of doubt in Peter's mind. He sees how strong the wind was, and he became frightened, and he begins to sink. We can have the zeal of St. Peter a lot, brothers and sisters. We can feel like him. We can feel at times that we are ready to run through a brick wall. For our Lord, we might be the one saying, Lord, it is good that we are here. Times where we are on fire for our faith. And even overall, when we can look God in the eye and say, Lord, I know that I am making a sincere effort each and every day to follow you. And that generally speaking, I'm on the right path, or at least I'm doing the right things. There can be times where everything is firing on all cylinders, and yet still we fall at times. And it can be maddening especially when we've had like a good run. It can be so discouraging. 
so frustrating to think that we have made progress or think that we are doing very well only to fall. We can at times feel like we're running in circles or running on a hamster wheel. But progress in faith, we have to remember, is very rarely, very rarely a straight line. And Peter grows throughout the Gospels in so many ways, yet it's still, he still struggles with human weakness at times. Today, for example, again, he's so zealous in his faith, and yet we see this moment of weakness, this moment of doubt. Again, later on in the Gospels, I will not deny you. Well, we, know, we know how that turns out. Not very well for Peter. Or even him saying, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter would abandon Jesus in his passion. We might make progress overall in certain areas, and that is good and wonderful, yet we are constantly beset with our weaknesses and with our imperfections. And we forget sometimes that even saints sinned. Outside of Jesus and Mary, saints sinned. They struggled with weakness. They struggled with temptation. They needed the sacrament of reconciliation just like you and me. Their progress and growth was not often a straight line, too. It had its blips. It had its drops. They stumbled like Peter. They had their moments of weakness, just like you and me. We have to remember that when our Lord looks at Peter, he sees the whole picture. He sees us as more than the sum of our weaknesses, which is a wonderful thing, because he knows that Peter's zeal counts for something. And we often overlook it, knowing that Peter will be humbled, many times, but his zeal counts. It's why our Lord made him the head of the apostles and entrusted him with the keys to the kingdom. Our Lord did this to an imperfect man, a man who struggled with sin at times, just like us, a man who would still have to fight against temptation, but remain strong in his faith. It's beautiful that God can do great things with sometimes imperfect instruments, beautiful that God can turn our moments of weakness into moments of strength. Because this episode with St. Peter today probably strengthened his faith in the long run. In the long run, it probably helped. He could look back on it years later and think, my goodness, me of little faith, why did I doubt? And it only strengthened his faith later on. This moment that caused, where Peter almost sank in the lake and the sea was a lesson learned. No moment is wasted. With Christ. Every moment is teachable. So we cannot be deterred by a moment of weakness or a fleeting minute of doubt, because Peter had so many opportunities to be discouraged in the Gospels, more than enough times where he could have said to himself, every time I try, I fall flat on my face, so why do I even bother? So many times where he could have been distraught over his weakness, so many times he could have beaten himself up and given up, But thankfully, he didn't. So, brothers and sisters, may we not be discouraged when we fall, frustrated when we fail, or despondent when we sin. But get up, try again, and respond with even more zeal and fortitude. And like St. Peter, may we learn from our mistakes and cling to Christ, who perfects and strengthens our faith.